This is HeartWise, offering practical tips and time-proven guidelines to make your life healthier, happier, and more fulfilling. Today you'll learn simple, Bible-based principles for building and maintaining optimum mental and physical health, all while deepening your relationship with your Creator. I'm your HeartWise host, Charles Mills. This program is sponsored by HeartWise Ministries. Welcome to HeartWise Q&A. So glad you tuned in. We've got cardiologist Dr. James Markham with us via Skype to answer a few questions directly from the HeartWise Ministries website. Today we talk about blood pressure. I can guarantee you that you have some. If you didn't, well, you wouldn't be hearing my voice or anyone else's for that matter. Blood pressure is extremely important to life, but... As we often do, we may have allowed lifestyle choices to mess with it in some rather profound ways. The good doctor is here to discuss this subject in detail. Dr. Markham, are you ready to go? Yeah, Charles. It's, it's so great to be with you and all of our listeners. And as we talk about this subject, hypertension. Yes, Boy, hyper, you know, it gets people <laughs> fired up sometimes. I want to start with letting our listeners know, you know, there's a great place for modern medicine that people need sometimes. They need to take medications for things like blood pressure and other things. There's a great place for lifestyle and understanding why they have it. Sometimes people can do those things and limit the damage from blood pressure. But as I've moved forward in my 30 plus years in medicine and cardiology, sort of trying to stay a balance, I've been moved that the key to health, the key to high blood pressure, the key to any of our medical problems is Christ. Mm. And in this world, we hear so much, there's so much about the literature going on and so many people making money, it's hard to know who or what to believe. Yes. That's why I like to go back to the Bible as a source of truth. Yes. And God has given each one of us brains to figure out what to do and to walk with him and to figure out which arm works the best. But foremost, I want everyone, whether they have hypertension or any medical problem, realize that the key to health is Christ. Mm. And I want to start off this program with a biblical prescription, a biblical prescription for health, something that we can count on, that we can depend on, that's authoritative, that's the truth. And that's from Proverbs 3, verse 6. And this is a text, Charles, that I think a lot of people can even memorize and they can use this to change their physiology and their the way they think and the way they approach health as well as the way they approach blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And that's from Solomon, a person that sought wisdom. And he says in this text, in all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Notice in all your ways. It's yeah. not my ways, it's your ways. Acknowledge him. Let him be a part of your decision-making. Include him in your treatments for blood pressure and other things. And it gives us a promise. And he, God, with Jesus, he shall direct. He's going to tell you your path. Mm -hmm. And your path might be a little bit different than my path, mm -hmm. but he's going to take care of this for us. So as we approach blood pressure, I want 
everyone, if they're interested in this blood pressure problem, if they want to share this with their friends and neighbors, remember, let God be a part of it. He's interested in every part of your life, and he's going to help us understand blood pressure and how we should treat it and deal with it on an individual basis. Does that make sense? It certainly does, and I'm so glad you put it that way because you and HeartWise Ministries are all about putting those things together, the, the science, the, the lifestyle, and especially the presence of God in the life. That's where healing begins. Am I right in saying that? You're absolutely right, Charles. And when I talk about blood pressure today, and especially high blood pressure, a lot of people don't even know what that refers to. Years ago, William Harvey was one of the first doctors that described, you know, we didn't know what blood pressure was for the large part of the earth's history, but he sort of figured out that there's pressure in these tubes. And eventually we figured out these tubes carry vital nutrients and oxygen to our cells. It keeps it alive. It allows us to have metabolism. And it also, these tubes with pressure in it, carry the waste out of our body. We call that catabolism when things break down. And both the metabolism and the breaking down products, catabolism, are needed for life itself. Mm -hmm. So the pressure in these tubes, these highways that carry things to and from our cells that keep us alive is very important. And if you were driving a car too fast, you might crash. Well, if you're on these tubes and the pressure gets too high Mm -hmm. in any of these tubes, it damages the organ that it's taking the blood to. For instance, if your blood pressure is too high, and we've defined this what's too high through the years, and it's a little bit variable from person to person based on situations, but if it goes too high in the head, it might cause a symptom like a headache. But if it's prolonged over periods of time or you have a weak blood vessel, it could cause an aneurysm. It even could cause bleeding in the heart, high blood pressure over time. If we think about our heart as a muscle, it has to push. The muscle has to push against pressure. So if the pressure is real high and the heart has to push year in and year out, carrying these heavy loads, it just gets tired and it can wear out. High blood pressure is one of the leading causes of a weak heart, which we call a cardiomyopathy, weak heart. Also, if the pressures in the coronary arteries, that's what feeds the heart muscle. If those pressures are high over time, it can damage the blood vessels as well. The kidneys can be damaged. So anywhere that pressure goes, If it's too high, it can damage the organ that it goes to or the blood vessels it's helped. People have heard about aneurysms. That's weak spot in blood vessels, which is exacerbated by high pressures in the body. So high pressure over time is like a pressure cooker. You know, sooner or later, the top's going to boil off (laughs) and something bad's going to (laughs) happen. It's one of the leading risk factors that is is associated with heart disease. It's one of the leading risk factors of stroke for kidney disease. So if we can get an understanding for high blood pressure and if we can realize if we have it early on and figure out why we have it, and do something about it, we can prevent in-organ damage and maybe sudden death or some of these bad things that we have happen. And if something does happen, of course, we have some medical technology. We can put people on dialysis. We can give people medicines to help strengthen the heart. We can do neurosurgery if persons have bleeding in their heads. We can repair aneurysms, but we don't want to do that. We want to prevent all of that from happening 
in the first place. Recently, I did a mission trip, Charles, to one of the islands in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. And I went there and I did not realize a lot of people walk around with very high blood pressures and they don't even know it until the organ malfunctions. Oh. So this can be a very silent condition that can go on for years and years before people even find out about it. So the first thing I want to emphasize today that your blood pressure is an important thing to know about. You need to get it checked. There's a device that goes around the arm called a sphygmo manometer that can measure your blood pressure and you need to see what it is after you've sat down and are quiet for about 10 minutes, deep breathing, relaxing. That's a true blood pressure. You know, when you go in the office, you get nervous and it goes (laughs) high, right? That's right. You need to take it at home when you're nice and relaxed. And if it's continually elevated, then you need to get some help from your doctor, um, let him know what's going on, and hopefully we can give you some suggestions that will help out as well. All right. Very good. Well, that's a good moment right now to head into that first question that came to heartwiseministries.org on this particular topic. This writer said, Dr. Markham, my blood pressure has been reading 160 over 100. I feel fine. Should I be concerned? What would you say? Well, that's a great question because this might be one of the persons we talked about Mm -hmm. that has blood pressure problems and they don't even realize it because their body has gotten used to it. Their organs, including the inside lining of the blood vessels called the endothelium, might be being damaged by this. Mm -hmm. And of course, if they have some bad genetics going on in their body, if they have some other risk factors that damage endothelium, like we know that cigarettes have damaged endothelium, we know that cholesterol fat damages the endothelium, you put that with high blood pressure and it's additive. So this might be a problem. So the first thing I would want this individual to do is check the blood pressure when they're nice and relaxed, sitting with both feet on the ground after five minutes of deep breathing, using a large cuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to have the large cuff. The ones that go around the wrist, that's a monitoring device. If it reads normal, you can know your your blood pressure really is normal. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the wrist monitors will read artificially high. Likewise, if you have a a large upper arm and you have a cuff that's too small, that blood pressure is going to read artificially high. Of course, if you're nervous or have a stimulant in you that day, like caffeine is probably the most common one, that can make your blood pressure run high too. Mm -hmm. So we want to take it correctly before we get all excited. Now, if you're having a symptom of high blood pressure, your face is turning red, you're having a headache, you're having problems breathing, you're having organ damaging, you feel pulsating masses in your body, that needs attention right away. But I would say most people that I've treated, Charles, over the last 30 years have stress-induced high blood pressure, and it might not really be high. Mm. So the first thing I would say is take it correctly. If it's high on three separate readings, okay, and Mm. let's define high. If you're a pretty normal 
person. And we've changed these numbers over many, many years. So these are variable for different people. But I start to get concerned when it's consistently the top number, systole, is above 140. Systole is a measurement of the of the blood force when the heart first pumps. That's called systole. Mm-hmm. So 140, they measure it in millimeters of mercury in the blood vessels. That's starting to get high. Then the bottom number, that's when the heart relaxes, that's called diastole. And if it's consistently above 90, I'm getting concerned. So just because a blood pressure is high doesn't tell me the best way to treat it. So if it's consistently high, the next thing I would do with this patient is we try to figure out why it's high. Mm. There's lots of reasons why it's high. It could be they weren't taking it correctly. It could be because you're not exercising, carrying extra weight. One of the most common reasons it's high is people just eat too much salt or processed foods. There can be medical conditions like sleep apnea, kidney disease that might be looked into. And some people just have genetic stiff arteries. So once we determine the reason why, If there wasn't any gigantic risk factors, then we could start talking about ways to bring down the blood pressure. And I usually like, if I, if I can't figure out the reason why and deal with that, then we start working at ways to bring it down. And there's a host of ways we can talk about that will bring it down naturally. And if that doesn't work with the natural routes, we try to pick the safest blood pressure medication with the least amount of side effects as we move forward. Because if we can't find out why, and for whatever reason, we can't bring it down with natural means, we talked about our texts and always acknowledge him and he will direct your pass. Sometimes he might direct your pass with the medication so you can keep your blood pressure down so someday you won't have a weak heart, a stroke, or need dialysis or have an aneurysm. All right. That's what I would recommend for this gentleman. We're going to take a break now, Dr. Markham, and when we come back, let's talk about this next question, which is exactly what you just addressed. What are some of the best medications to lower blood pressure and what are some natural ways to lower blood pressure? And we'll find out all about that on our return. So everybody stay right where you are. If you're looking to reduce anxiety, lower blood pressure, or experience less stress, consider Matthew 11:28. Come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me and worship. Research studies have shown that worship can actually improve our physiology, and daily worship is important on so many levels. HeartWise Ministries has developed a tool to help you faithfully engage in worship. I'd like to invite you to download our free worship app, Biblical Prescriptions for Life. Through a variety of study plans and reminders, you'll engage in 10-minute worship experiences each and every day. This free app can be found in app stores by searching for Biblical Prescriptions for Life. I know a reminder helps me remain in a state of worship each day. Join me and download the Biblical Prescriptions for Life app today. It's time for a HeartWise Health Break. Doctors tell us that to keep things moving through our alimentary canal, we need to ingest 20 grams of fiber per day. But some fibrous foods are totally tasteless. Well, tuck that napkin under your chin and grab your trusty spoon because you can eat your daily quota of fiber and enjoy the process too. One serving of avocado contains 9 grams, 33% more than a cup of shredded wheat cereal. 
Other tasty high-fiber fruits include raspberries, 8 grams, blackberries, 7 grams, apples, 6 grams, and mangoes, 4 grams. And a serving isn't much, usually half a cup or less. Taste bud-pleasing veggie choices include acorn squash, black beans, artichokes, and sweet potatoes. Include plenty of flavorable, fibrous foods each day and enjoy the great benefits of regularity, lower cholesterol, colon cancer prevention, and staying trim. To learn more about gaining and maintaining optimum health, visit heartwiseministries.org. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. We're here via Skype with Dr. James Markham, a cardiologist and the founder director of HeartWise Ministries. And Dr. Markham, we're talking about high blood pressure. And before the break, you mentioned that you like to see the numbers on a blood pressure dial below 140 on the top and below 90 on the bottom, if at all possible. Now, if someone comes to you and you give the test and you find those numbers are high, what kind of medications are we talking about here and how effective are they? Well, the first thing that I would start with is I look at their risks. Mm -hmm. And if they've never had any medical problems before, then we have some time. For instance, a, a gentleman came with me and he had a blood pressure of 130. He already has an aneurysm in his mm, abdomen. Mm. So that gentleman, I want to sort of lower it right away as we look on these other things. So in that gentleman, I would say, listen, I want it well below 140, maybe in the 120 range. Mm. Let me start you on a medication until we can find out the reason why, because you've already had damage to a blood vessel. Yeah. If you've had a heart attack, I would accelerate the treatment. If you've had a stroke, I'd accelerate the treatment. And I would want the number to be pushed down even lower. But for people that don't have not already had what I call end organ damage, mm -hmm. we might be able to let that number be a little bit higher as we work on the reason why. Mm -hmm. So typically, we would make sure there was an end organ damage. That's by asking some questions, maybe an EKG, maybe some blood work. One of the most common causes medically is a condition called sleep apnea, mm -hmm. um, where people do not breathe well at night. And when they don't do that, adrenaline and cortisol level, both chemicals that raise blood pressure, go up in the body. So some people, we just get them treated for sleep apnea, either with a sleep mask or weight loss, and their blood pressure normalizes. Mm -hmm. For other people, we find out that it's the stress of life. They're too busy. Um, some people can modify and mitigate stress by cutting back or having more days off or even doing things like deep breathing and exercising. Other people cannot deal with that, and they would have to look for the next option for the treatment. Some people, Charles, they come in and it just happens to be the diet. Mm. We take in so much salt. We were never designed to take in so much salt. Salt raises the blood pressure. So if we're taking in a high processed food, high salty diet, sometimes it's just as simple as moving people towards plant-based nutrition. Mm -hmm. Get them exercising, deep breathing, work on the cause. And most people do not need to progress to a medication. And even some people with organs that have been damaged that we start off with a medication, once they make the lifestyle changes, we don't need to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. We want to identify the cause, identify what risk they're at, and then offer them all sorts of ways and have them pray about it and say, well, what do you want to do? This is your decision. This is your life. Here's the pros and cons of each decision because free will is so important, Charles. Yes, yes. God 
promotes free will. It was so important to him that Adam had free will. The devil had free will. So, so I try to give that to my patients. I don't tell them what to do, but I give them the pros and cons, the risk and benefits, and then we start moving down the list. So I'm going to go down a list of some things that can help lower your blood pressure from a lifestyle perspective. Good. So I'm going to assume that someone does not have end organ damage. I'm going to assume that the blood pressure is not skyrocket high. So remember, if they have end organ damage or skyrocket high, we want to bring it down as quick as we can, usually with the medication until we can implement lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. And some people, for whatever reason, they can't implement the lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. Well, we still love them. So those people might choose to move towards a medication, its side effects and expenses. Mm -hmm. And that's a choice that some people make. And as you can see, lifestyle changes really don't have a lot of risk. And not only do they help one thing, but they usually help your whole body. So I encourage the lifestyle changes first, but the most important lifestyle change I try to recommend is to understand that Christ is the key to healing. And if you have a relationship with Christ, that's going to give you power to make good decisions, acknowledge him, and let him direct your path. So number one, in studies that have been done, weight loss can lower blood pressure by seven points. Let's say you had a systolic blood pressure of 190 just losing weight, depending on how heavy you are, can bring it down to, you know, seven points. Mm-hmm. Better than many medications do, just by losing weight. Of course, if you're way overweight, the more weight you lose, the more blood pressure you're going to improve. But not only will weight loss help blood pressure, but it's going to help lots of other things as well. A plant-based diet, okay, where we get rid of the sodium that we talked about, that can lower the blood pressure, the top number, the systolic, by as much as 18 points. Wow, wow. Far better than any medicine, pretty much. There's some studies that say if you add that to intermittent fasting, you can lower it as much as 37 points. Mm. So I think that's a combination of diet and weight loss, but that number a systolic that brings down 37 points is pretty amazing. Just by doing those two things, there's no medicines involved. There's no side effects to that. There's not a lot of expense, but just lowering to a plant-based diet, weight loss, you can lower your blood pressure up to 37 points. The third thing that I want to emphasize is exercising for three months. Just exercising, movement, walking on a treadmill can lower the blood pressure by nine points. Nine points, Nine. okay, Nine. so that you've, you've had plant-based diet, weight loss, and exercise. That takes care of the majority of lifestyle-related blood pressure right there, and they don't have to do it. But it's something they have to do on a regular basis. Right, right. Because if you do it for one month and don't do it the next month, that's just like taking a pill and not taking the pill. Yep. Everything that we do, everything that we think, every input changes our physiology. Stress reduction can lower blood pressure too. So anything that we can do to lower the stress of life, and all of us have it, can improve not only the blood pressure, but also many other chronic disease. Wow, wow. Well, Dr. Markham, our time has flown by, and I just want to thank you for these guidelines here. We'll talk more about it in other programs. But listener, I want you to visit heartwiseministries.org. A lot of other resources available there for you to learn how to live that healthy, happy life. And Dr. Markham via Skype, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Appreciate it. 
My pleasure. And let's everyone plug into Proverbs 3, verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's our biblical prescription for today. This program was sponsored by HeartWise Ministries. Until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Dr. James Markham, inviting you to remain HeartWise. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on HeartWise. If you'd like more information on how to build and maintain optimum physical, mental, and spiritual health, log on to heartwiseministries.org. HeartWise is a listener-supported program, and your partnership with us would be greatly appreciated. Once again, our web address is heartwiseministries.org.